0: Most people are going through their entire lives not even realizing that they've never, they forgot what it feels like if they ever even knew to be quote unquote normal or like to have like a normal baseline dopamine level. Like, I don't know. It's wild, man. Just a lot of things I was thinking about when I was tripping. And uh, it's almost like a superpower just being aware of these things, even because most people don't even, they can't even like comprehend it because they've never experienced it, which I don't blame them at all. I was like that too. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Our goal is to educate and inform others about the realities of substance use in an engaging and entertaining format. We share these experiences so you can experience them without trying them yourself. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to attempt to recreate anything found in this episode or in any of our other content. We are not confessing to any acts stated in this podcast. The content in this episode should not be treated as factual or real in any way.
1: Magic mushrooms might be able to cure addiction. For people suffering with severe PTSD, the benefit of talk therapy could be greatly improved with an unlikely drug, MDMA, popularly known as ecstasy. Could a drug stop suicidal thoughts in hours? Well, there is a drug. It's called ketamine. It's an anesthetic also used
0: illicitly as a club drug, and it's now being used by some doctors who have patients in a serious suicidal state.
1: You're listening to Modern Day Hippie, the podcast about doing drugs in a responsible, fun, and safe way to improve your life. We're your hosts, Yuki and Reggie, and we hope you enjoy the show. Reggie, 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 what you got cooking for me today?
0: Nothing much, Yuki, just been living life and had a few epiphanies lately. How about yourself?
1: I've been good, been traveling and away from home for a little bit, so I've really been appreciating being back in just like the comfort of my own beds. Uh, I think I've really underestimated how much higher quality sleep I get at home. And honestly, nothing too much drug related have, have a couple of stories, but I'm going to save those for a future episode, but that's about it on my end, dude.
0: That's awesome, man. I'm glad you're getting some good sleep. That's pretty important.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I will honestly say on that note. So I know we've talked about in the past when you do kind of multi-day benders, whether it's music festivals, whether it's crazy, big parties and Part of it is doing the drugs back-to-back on consecutive days just makes them hit less, even if they're different. I feel like your brain just kind of gets too overstimulated. But I also think lack of sleep makes you like less susceptible to the drugs. So getting a good night's rest will make sure that you feel your drugs the, the proper amount.
0: Totally agree, man. And that's actually very related to what I want to talk about today, which essentially is in a nutshell, how to make drugs hit better (laughs) and how you can experience them better through essentially just going through like a dopamine detox type of thing. And it's been something that I've kind of just trying to be trying to do lately by just kind of taking a break from drugs for a while. And also not just drugs, but taking a break from stimulation, essentially. So one of the biggest things that I did, and I think I might've mentioned this on the pod before, is I switched my phone over to a black and white color filter so that everything on my phone appears as black and white, which is pretty cool because you can still take pictures and like send things to people and they'll still see them in color, but just on your own screen, you're only seeing it in black and white. And what a lot of people don't realize, I feel like is how stimulated you become from all of these colors on your phone, like right. the, the sexy pink of like the instagram logo that just makes you want to click on it or especially those like on iphone they have those red notifications that really get you to like be addicted essentially to checking your phone and checking your notifications or messages whenever your phone's in black and white a lot of that goes away you spend less time on your phone and you're just not stimulating yourself like multiple times a day without needing to um
1: No, dude, that, that, yeah, that, that, that's awesome. Honestly, I I know we've touched on this briefly in the past, but I've definitely been observing myself that I go kind of through ebbs and flows of times where my attention span and my discipline is really solid and other times where my attention span is like absolute shit and I cannot sit and do just like work or something productive for more than five minutes without just having the urge to pick up my phone and open some random app just to distract myself that really bothers me i'm like i'm trying to it should figure out how to (laughs) yeah no it's fucking annoying and it's like i know these things ebb and flow like i've observed this in myself for for years now and i think that ebb and flow aspect is just a natural part of of being human in a sense but i'm trying to figure out how to get through those troughs as quickly as possible so i can get back to like a peak productive state with with all the shit that i'm doing
0: oh yeah man so yeah i kind of realized like so i've been like it's essentially dopamine detoxing and i use that term lightly like i'm not like a neuroscientist or anything so i don't know if like dopamine is even the right term here but i've essentially been removing a lot of things that would just be stimulating or or passively entertaining from my day-to-day just to kind of reset my baseline of like what i can enjoy and tolerate without needing external stimulation So I don't listen to music as much. I'll still listen to music when I'm working out or something. But I mean, the key there is that I'm working out, right? Right. (laughs) And um, it kind of made me think like, when's the last time that I actually felt quote unquote normal? As in like not always stimulated, like not like consistently needing to scroll on my phone or like just seeing vibrant colors that don't exist in nature all the time, right? Right. And... I really had the epiphany of, I knew I was always like, do, while doing this, I was aware that I was trying to like increase my baseline level of just being like feeling quote unquote normal or whatever that means in today's society. Right. Cause, um, you know, everybody's overstimulated these days, like in the Western Hold world with technology and everything. But once I kind of went like a month without like, well having my phone in black and white, like not listening to music when I didn't feel the need to, um, just working out consistently and stuff like that uh, after about a month I decided to go on a psychedelic trip and I took some pretty powerful penis envy mushrooms so for those of you who don't know it's like one of the stronger strains of psychedelic mushrooms that you can you can acquire do, do,
1: do these mushrooms actually have more like libido enhancing abilities as well like is that part of the naming I convention? Don't think so <laughs> yeah I mean I I'll be honest. When I was back, when I was taking raw mushrooms, mostly in college, I had no fucking clue what species it was. Like, I know there are at least dozens, if not hundreds, of mushroom species that actually have psilocybin as the active ingredient. They'll act a little bit differently, but I was just buying the freeze dried like (laughs) remains of mushrooms grown under like my buddy's bed, and then I. Kind of leveled up to just taking the the mushroom chocolates with extract. So I've actually I've never like eaten a mushroom and known that it was a specific like strain or or species.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to do. You have to like really know someone who knows what they're doing in growing it in order to get something specific like that. And I think one of the cool things about taking these Penis Envy mushrooms—they were raw mushrooms—they weren't like in the form of chocolate or anything like that—was that. I feel like at this point, you and I have both developed somewhat of a tolerance to those chocolate mushrooms. And it was actually, on a side note, it was really interesting. When I was eating these penis envy mushrooms, I think my body just knew that they were really strong because it was extremely difficult to take them down. Like, normally, mushrooms are pretty hard to take down anyways. Like, they're just, like, nasty. But these were just, like, my body was almost rejecting it before I could even, like, swallow. And it was...
1: I do was just do you think that was do you think that was more in your head because you knew it was going to be strong or was the taste actually just like earthier and kind of more yucky than usual?
0: Honestly, it was probably a combination of the two. Like it, yeah, in a pro- like when fair. you say in your head, like, I don't know if it was like in my head or like in my body, like my body knew, like they just recognized what was about to happen. And that's why I just kind of like put up those defenses. But but yeah, no, probably a combination. I I don't know, honestly, maybe someone can tell us in the comments.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I totally feel you on that because even with the mushroom chocolates, as good as they taste, if I take the same flavor too often, even just kind of seeing them like in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm excited. But my stomach, it's, I feel like it starts like rumbling a little bit because it kind of knows what's coming. When I take mushrooms, like it's, a, like just a little annoying to my stomach like it's nothing bad it just makes me like super gassy uh and so if i'm smart i'll take like a gas x or something like <laughs> when i'm taking mushrooms uh but it's funny I, I definitely feel that sometimes like i'll look at them and i'll be excited to take them in my head but at the same time they'll kind of like make me feel a little bit like icky and when i'm swallowing them i can like my brain can like pick out the subtle taste of even like the extract mushrooms out of this yeah. otherwise like really good peppermint chocolate or whatever
0: yeah. And it actually, like on another side note, it kind of reminds me of, uh, you've heard like the stories of people who do heroin and like, uh, their body, like they, whenever they do heroin, their body, like does something in preparation of them, like injecting it into themselves. And it's evidenced by the, like their body doing that is evidenced by the fact that whenever people have taken heroin without preparing for it mentally or without like, you know, or if someone like just injected it in them or something, even if they're a heavy heroin user and their body's used to it, if they didn't have that time for their body to prepare or for them to prepare mentally, sometimes they'd literally die. <laughs> like, Jesus. Obviously we're not doing heroin. Wow. So it's like, we don't have that issue with shrooms, but like, it just kind of reminded me of that. Like that, I think that's a real thing. Like your body kind of anticipating what's going right. to happen and then
1: doing something to prepare for it. No, dude, I, I, I completely believe that. I've never yeah. heard that with heroin, but I, I totally believe it.
0: Yeah. I think I saw it on like Dr. Phil or something. I have no idea. That was a while <laughs> <long> ago. But, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so I took I took these mushrooms and I I have a pretty sick like home theater setup. I know I've mentioned it a few times, and you have a similar setup at your place where yeah. all of I have like this giant TV, it's like an 86-inch TV, and I have ass. like six or seven Phillips Hue lights synced like light bulbs synced to the tv in addition to like light strips around the tv that will like reflect whatever colors are on the screen uh and pretty much imitate those colors Dude, so just create yeah a
1: and also also just just to put this into reality for the audience your tv literally when i'm in your living room it feels like a jumbotron On the wall. And I remember when you bought it, you needed to like keep calling Ubers until you found one that was a pickup truck just (laughs) to bring your TV home from like Best Buy or wherever you bought it. That's so funny, dude.
0: Literally, man. Yeah. um, Definitely designed that whole thing for psychedelic trips, but. um, 100%. But I had this like crazy, I just, for some reason, and maybe this was in my head, I don't really know how these things work, honestly, but I had this weird craving to look at the color red like i just really really wanted to see it and so i kid you not i put on a blank red screen which turned my entire living room into a red like
1: yeah just red lights everything in
0: red yeah (laughs) and i stared at a blank red screen for like like probably like 10 minutes just like tripping out like seeing all these patterns and shit but like that color just did something to my brain where I was so stimulated because I hadn't like really looked at it in a really long time. Like I hadn't really been looking at colors right, like dude, that.
1: The, the, the red notification bubble is on the
0: iPhone. No, for real, man. And it really Damn. just made me think like, dude, like if this is how stimulating, like just this color is, yeah. then like, why are we always exposing ourselves to it in our day-to-day lives? Like it's not just red, but like, other colors too like other bright like colors that you're not going to find in nature like it kind of right. like i was like in my head i was like dude is this like what it was like back in the day when someone saw a berry like like a strawberry like they saw a red strawberry and then they're like it lit something up in their brain like that's just like what i was thinking like that
1: yeah i mean no, it's totally that and it's like the reason why flowers are bright colors is cuz bees see that and that's part of what attracts them to them to like pollinating the flowers Same with a lot of venomous animals being really brightly colored, kind of as like a warning, like they are purposely unnaturally colored to communicate to, you know, potential predators or animals that might eat them that like, hey, you don't want to eat me because I'm like an unnatural color. And if you eat me, I'll fuck your shit up.
0: Bro, straight up. (laughs) And it really just, dude, it just got me thinking. I was like, all I feel so bad for like the iPad generation of kids who like are literally growing up with these like crazy intense like color schemes on a screen that's like bright that is literally designed to make them addicted to it so they're like i'm I'm using the term baseline dopamine levels i don't really know exactly what that means but you guys understand what i'm trying to say here they're like baseline dopamine levels are probably fucked and i feel like we're already seeing that with like some of the younger generations where there's like much higher rates of depression and stuff because they probably literally have a chemical imbalance in their brain that's like not even their fault they're just like constantly stimulating themselves in ways that our brains aren't really designed to do
1: yeah no I, I i totally see that and have read about that and even in practice when i'll see for example a family with a toddler out at like a restaurant or an airport or something you know, the toddler will get like annoying and crying and stuff. And literally as a parent, it's just like the easiest thing to do is to hand them the iPad or the phone and it immediately kind of shuts them up. And obviously that's not like the best thing, but I don't, I don't have kids. I'm in my twenties. I don't know what it's like to be a parent, but even just looking at that, like I can imagine just how much work it is and how helpful it is to give them something that just like chills them out a little bit, but it definitely has those, negative ramifications um, of that. And and even on that point, right? So I have some family members who are like professors in college, essentially. And literally these recent semesters, they've had the highest rates of like failing classes that they've ever had in their like decade, decade and a half of teaching. And, you know, their hypothesis is kind of, you know, semi-jaded professors. It's like, oh, these kids just cannot pay attention anymore. Like they're incapable of like paying attention for a full lecture or doing their work. Um and even, you know, they, they notice that in class. Like the the students are always distracted. I mean, these are like college students, you know, these are effectively adults yeah. uh, falling for this. So that's that's pretty crazy. Like it's it's scary to kind of continue to like level up that thought and see like where does it get us in terms of just people's like productivity and ability to like do cool and interesting shit with their lives.
0: It's frightening, man. It also like in a way, if you can get past it and like not be always stimulating yourself, then you kind of have a crazy advantage over all the people around you.
1: No, exactly. That's that's the other side of that coin. You're you're completely right. If you can hack that, you're already like, you know, 90th percentile, probably even more.
0: And yeah, the other thing that I was really thinking about was that it's not just like our screens that are
1: overstimulating us it's also our food dude like <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i mean th- 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 that's the thing with sugar right like the reason why our bodies crave sugar is because the way that we've evolved what we eat has completely outpaced the evolution of our bodies like our bodies still think they're in the fucking stone age our bodies are still in the state where if they taste something sweet with a lot of calories your brain is just instantly like yes like more of that like Dude, it's almost like when you have a dog, right? Like dogs will not stop, will not stop eating, unless either a you stop them or b they just eat until they like vomit and throw up because they don't know what to stop. And that's basically humans with sugar. Like that is the stimulus that we have. And dude, I literally saw a headline today in one of my like email newsletters that some artificial sweetener has shown in some studies recently that it has negative health effects and i'm like there's just so much of this like artificial shit and yeah, i've definitely been trying to get more conscious of just the food i put in my body you know a little bit more not even quote unquote healthy but just like whole foods like whole grain bread like vegetables and fruits so to processed shit and like i'm definitely i don't think i'll ever be like a super like nut person about that uh but just as i've become more aware of it i'm like um it, it increasingly turns me off from these like processed foods that are often paired with really bright packaging you know like you yeah, see a, like a, a like They're a pint of ice cream that. all these like bright colors ben and jerry's you're like yeah that looks fucking dank like i want to eat that then you eat it and then your body's like yes like let's just eat this whole tub of ice cream right now <laughs> and dude yeah it's it's kind of fucked up man
0: yeah it's really fucked up man and It's kind of wild because once you stop consuming those things, like you very quickly real, like once you've given your body a chance to adapt to not, and like you get over the withdrawals if you have any, which is actually pretty common and a reason that people can't really quit or have difficulty quitting. But once you do get over those withdrawals, you don't even want to eat like shit food anymore. And it goes, it's the same thing with like your phone being in color. Like I actually don't like to look at my phone if it's in color now because it's too stimulating for me i'm like I, wow. fuck like fuck this it's like when you're tripping yeah. on shrooms and you look at your phone and it's like oh, oh yeah. look at this. I hate that like, shit <laughs> it's literally like that but when you're sober like it's crazy it makes me really just feel like i should not be stimulating myself like that and i'm just really grateful that i even realized this because right. most people are going through their entire lives not even realizing that they've never, they forgot what it feels like if they ever even knew to be quote unquote normal or like to have like a normal baseline dopamine level. Like, I don't know. It's wild, man. Just a lot of things I was thinking about when I was tripping. And uh, it's almost like a superpower just being aware of these things, even because most people don't even, they can't even like comprehend it because they've never experienced it, which I don't blame them at all. I was like that
1: too. No, totally. And, and I'm so glad you mentioned that because legitimately just like you said as i've like prog- slowly but progressively cut out like processed foods from what i eat and just being more aware of it i like want it less and less like even my guilty like once every two months like late night taco bell run like i used to love that shit it was never something that i craved but now i'm even like do i like want to do that i don't know it like doesn't sound as appetizing um and there's was the, the exact same thing with uh like when i quit alcohol and shrooms helped me realize that like it wasn't even that i was holding myself back from craving it legitimately in my brain i was like like ooh like i don't want that shit like it's no, nasty <laughs> it makes my body feel bad like ew for real you could say
0: the same about like a lot of drugs man like it's and that's the thing with like that i think we should emphasize about drugs cuz we're all about doing drugs in a safe way and a fun way it's just like one of our 10 commandments like if you actually want it to be hidden the right if you actually want the drug to like feel really good just like your first time you've got to chill out with that shit like you can't do it super often or else you're just gonna be get used to it, it kind of goes oh, with 100%. food it goes with videos like whatever it goes with honestly it even applies to things like porn pornography and stuff if you consume that percent. Oh,
1: like, hundred no i crazy. completely agree and yeah it, it's funny i think there's drugs in particular where i've noticed that with Either people around me or things I've seen on, on Reddit and whatnot. Um, and those two drugs are Molly and Ketamine. It's like with Molly, you have people kind of trying to chase the same feeling, just taking, you know, you can start off like with one or two points first time you roll, you'll have a blast. Then you have people going up to like five, six, seven points, um, even more. And it's like, I've seen people do that, try to do that in like consecutive weekends and it's just not going to fly. And like my rule is I wait at least two months, ideally three or more between taking Molly. And every time I roll, I have like the time of my life. Um, like I'm having a good enough time where I never have the thought of like, Oh, like I'm never going to roll as well as my first time. Like it's still really great. And the other one is with ketamine. Like I've definitely been keeping my ketamine usage, I think at a very reasonable level, like at most, I'm taking ketamine once a month, probably even less than that. Um, But I I read stories on Reddit of people who take ketamine super frequently and that tone builds up really fast. Like literally people will be railing like two to three grams worth of ketamine a day on consecutive days to like feel something. I'm like, dude, at, at my rate, like a half gram of ketamine will take me through an entire night of like a wild, wild time. Yeah, man, uh, to and to that's simply because, like <laughs> dude, yeah, it's insane. And it's expensive. I'm like, that, that burns a hole in your wallet. But it's like, I feel like I'm I'm trying to do as good of a job as I can to be safe and responsible with that experience by letting my body get back to a baseline level and above all else not like abusing the drug or ever like craving it Um like it's I only take it when it's at like a really crazy party night which is. Probably once a month. I know on the podcast when we chat, I feel like it sounds like it's all the time. And there's definitely times when it's heavier, but I'm not doing ketamine all the time. Um baseline is still shrooms. Like that is one of the, if not like the safest drugs that that you can take for for most people and you can do it on a pretty pretty regular basis. Yeah, definitely. All right. Wait, so tell me a little bit more about this trip though. Anything else happened during it?
0: Yeah, man. So I realized how stimulated I was by these colors. And so what I did to kind of just not feel overly stimulated while I was tripping (laughs) was I started watching this stream on um on Twitch of a guy playing this video game. I actually don't know what it was called because my friend was the one who put it on. But it was just this gorgeous, gorgeous game. It was like a first person shooter. And that took place in the forest. So like all of the colors were really dull, like forest Ooh. colors. And I'm not even talking like intense greens or anything. I'm talking like dull grays and like fog and shit like that. And since all of the lights in the room also reflected those colors, like I felt like I was in the forest tripping on shrooms. I was like, this is yeah, so no. badass. And uh, and video games these days, man, they're so good about like the ray tracing with the, light, the lights and everything like that. So it's oh, like yeah. the sun in the video game just felt so realistic. All the shadows were so on point. And um, that was just a really cool experience for me because I felt like I was simulating just going out into like an environment that I frankly just don't have access
1: to right now. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that reminds me of this. There's this really famous short story. I think it's called The Velt. And it's about this family that lives in the not too distant future. But basically, they have this technology where they have a room in their house that's like a hologram room where like you can go and you can program it to turn into any environment, like a forest, a field, shit like that. And the kids like play with it all day and I won't spoil it, but it leads to like some pretty dark places. Uh, But it's like, dude, you combine a solid home theater setup with some psychedelics and you're in the future of entertainment. For real. It is the future (laughs) of
0: entertainment, man. You're so immersed in those things. And I think we've talked about this before, maybe not on the pod, but The craziest thing for me was whenever the ads came up on Twitch, (laughs) because those ads, I would be going from like a nice calm forest environment, like with really dull colors to these crazy bright colors in these advertisements with like fast moving like pictures and all of course, like if like the screen was orange or something, my whole room would turn orange and I'm just like, whoa, like these lights do more for the ads than they do the content if I'm being
1: honest. Yeah, no, it literally I know what you mean. It literally feels like a slap in the face.
0: No, like for real. I'm,
1: yeah. It it's like part of it, it's the colors and then just the unexpected part of it. Cause even when my girlfriend and I are watching a TV show when we're tripping on Hulu and, you know, like the Hulu ads will come up, just feel like what is going on especially if i'm like dripping hard i'm just i'm so lost like it just completely interrupts any sense of continuity i had with like the tv show we were watching i'm like where did the characters go like what happened to the story seriously man and honestly
0: like if i'm being real the ads are what made me really start to crave that color because once i was stimulated by those colors in the ads i was like damn like red okay i need to see red now <laughs> And, so, and- and i did <laughs> just a lot yeah, of the it, it,
1: it, it it almost gave you like that first hit that first feeling and seriously i just wanted more no that totally makes sense dude that's pretty wild that's that's really interesting I, i'll i'll try to keep that in mind next time i'm tripping
0: yeah highly recommend just setting your phone black and white just like kind of dopamine detoxing a bit and you will be so surprised by how good you feel all the time and It's almost like having a superpower. It's crazy. I don't know. As long as you're not like relapsing and you have to be able to get over like the withdrawals that you might
1: experience. Dude, yeah. I want to try to figure out a way to at least tone down the colors on my computer because I spend so many hours a day on my computer. I don't think I could use my computer if it was all black and white, but maybe tone down the saturation significantly because even my screen, as I'm looking at it right now when recording, I'm like, there's a lot of bright colors here.
0: Yeah, honestly, what I found is that the computer is less of an issue for me just because that time is always planned. Like I'm going into using my laptop with intent, whether I'm at work or whether we're doing something mm-hmm. like this. But the thing with the the phone is that it's always like unexpected stimulation and consistent constant whenever you wake up, when it, before you go to sleep, like it's I'm not right. It's just too much, man. Like,
1: <laughs> no, that, that makes sense. Honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to get it give that a shot and report back on how that goes
0: yeah man let me know
1: all right dude well i appreciate it uh that's the pod guys remember to always stay safe stay responsible and be smart with every sentence that you're doing thank you guys so much for listening we really fucking appreciate y'all if you want to show us some love it would actually mean the world to us if you're listening on youtube drop the video a like and the channel a subscription And if you're listening on a podcast, just leave us a quick rating. These few seconds of your time go a really long way in helping us out. If you want to hit us up with questions, episode ideas, or anything else, you can reach us on Twitter at mdhpod or email us at mdhpod at gmail.com. Finally, we're just getting started with the pod. And our promise to you is to make every episode at least 1% better than the last. We'll catch you next week.